Cheddarcast is a gaming podcast hosted by Broccoli Cheddar Gaming. Our community is hosted in our Discord. Join us today to become a part of the conversation. Links to the Discord, our Twitch, YouTube, the channel Twitter, and our individual Twitters can be found in the description down below. You can email us with questions, comments, concerns, or business inquiries at broccolicheddargaming at gmail.com. The podcast is currently in search for a sponsor. If you're interested in sponsoring us, please send us an email today. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Uh, Devious is not here, um, but... We have Arsenal, Sanguine, and me, Herpaderp. This is Cheddarcast number 21. And Zaya has an email from one of you guys. Zaya, read it. So, I think the topic in the email is actually going to get covered in the soon-to-be-out Cheddarcast. But, we'll read it nonetheless. (coughs) It comes from Jonathan Young. He says, Hey, gang. After the last few pods, I get the impression that all of you guys are pretty against Google Stadia. Even Arsenal, who seems to be at the limit of his patience to the service, <laughs> after first proclaiming it, w- it would be a threat to the big three. My question, what do you think Stadia needs to do or should have done in order to ease this transition better and become a bigger threat? Thanks, and keep up the good pod. Ooh, who wants to go first? Um, uh, I have some ideas that aren't very well thought out. If you want to do that first, <laughs> um, sure. So, go. I don't. Sanguine. It's been a long time since Sadie was announced. I don't really like. You know, like how they all they had the separate packages, like the deluxe version and like the gold standard starter pack, founders edition, and all that garbage. Uh, sadly, that's probably what it was of. called. But uh, <laughs> so the problem that I had with it was. Or, or the two like biggest things that stood out was that you know there's data caps and everything. I think if it wouldn't go towards data caps, which is impossible, then it would be more friendly because having to stream like streaming movies and stuff is different. It's not nearly as much data, but streaming games, even compressed ones, like if you want to stream like Death Stranding or something, which probably wouldn't even be on the Stadia. I mean, that's that's a lot. It's a 50 gigabyte game, and I know it doesn't load all of it in, but you still got to unpack all the textures and everything. It's a lot of data going in. and I mean, I think one of the last podcasts, what what were the numbers? I think you, you were the one who said it, Zaya. It was like numbers. four hours of gameplay or oh. something is like 10 gigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was something crazy, but it said at 4K gameplay. Oh, okay. oh 4K. Which is yeah. what Stadia's trying to sell everybody. So that's though, not too bad, mm-hmm. then. But, um, I don't know, it's like, the pricing that they have for it, if you don't already have a console, I can see getting it. Like, if you're on PC and you want to be able to just stream games, I would get the Stadia, like, if you have, the, if you have a PC. But yeah. They still have the free version. Too. Yeah, and they have the free version, which... <laughs> I think it was 720, though, that you'd be restricted to. Yeah, and who the fuck wants to play that game in 720p? (laughs) So, uh, it's 1080 or bust, and I mean, the next next, uh, console generation is going to be 4K anyway. I mean, if I'm not getting 4K all the time, which I could with my other console, why would I get it? When I could just play those games and keep them and not, not have to pay a subscription. And still buy the game. Yeah, and I mean, you own it. You don't just pay for it and then just kind of stream it. And I, I like, I get 
the idea behind Stadia and everything, but it's just not for me. I don't know, especially for people like me where I have a really limited internet service. Um, like, I either have AT&T or Comcast. Like, that's it. And both of those... Eh, <laughs> they're both not so great. Uh, I feel like... I, I don't want to say anything, but I feel like... Uh, you have Google Fiber, right, Zion? No, uh, I never came to my neighborhood. Okay, wow. Well... I don't know. I feel like Google stuff would work better with Google Stadia. <laughs> I don't know why. I just get that feeling. I feel like that's the well, kind of article they're uh, going to be Fiber, seeing soon. Yeah, Google Fiber doesn't have a data cache as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I just, I'm sure there's like ways around my complaints for it and everything, but I just, it's just not for me yet i'm sure in the future the stadia is going to blow up but right now in its infancy i've never been the one to like jump out and go after something when it's like first there because i know it won't be that great so it, it have you guys seen that one guy that's like my main goal is to blow up yeah riffraff riffraff dude what you mean is some guy some guy what's wrong with some you? guy that's riffraff Okay. When you said it's gonna blow up, it just reminded I'm me. I'm gonna of blow up and act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Kenji. Um. I just I I th I think if they were successful in getting Google Fiber out and getting it, like maybe not everywhere, but. At, like at least in some major cities ac across the entire U.S., people would be more interested in it. Mainly, it's kind of like what Sanguine said. Google, Google Stadia would work better with Google Fiber, just like for data cap reasons. Um, but yeah, it's 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 one of those things where like it it could have been successful if a couple things happened, like. Fucking ten years ago, and they were successful doing stuff then. But I, I think at this point, it's just going to be a long time before Stadia is going to be like functioning the way they want it to, and is accessible to everybody. I think that's actually now I'm remembering like why. I I remember like Stadia was announced, and the more it went on, I was like, oh yeah, man, this looks like great. I might try this out and everything. And there's a free version. And then it gave, like, the, what do you call it, like, the requirements, basically, for, like, internet to be able to stream, like, certain uh, resolutions. Yeah. And it said if you can't stream, like, 30 megabytes per second, it's, uh, like, if you're under 30, it's, like, 720, and that's it. And I was like, I, I can probably get, like, 12. The... the biggest hindrance for stadia is the data caps and data speeds we have at least in the u.s and it's only releasing in u.s right mm. uh, to start with yeah really to start with yeah so maybe canada i think but north north america for sure just north america yeah. so like our our internet speed and, and data caps it's honestly if they i i think i think you said this zaya but they should have released it in, in europe first yeah mm. and like uh, 
I was going to stray away from what we said in the podcast that came out before this one, but things I would add to what they could have done is the whole pre-order thing. Like when they say yeah. we're gonna, you can pre-order our console for $130 and you're still going to pay the subscription and you're still going to buy copies. Well, the people that do that, you should make sure they have one, you know? Yeah. Because they ended up running out and just telling people, hey, even if you pre-ordered and we have your money already, you might not get it right away. Which is, like, kind of defeating the point of pre-ordering, you know? And, like, what's the point of paying a subscription service to pay for games? Yeah, that that's oh, another thing that, that I was like, what's the point? What's the point of having it if I still have to pay for them? Yeah, and if I you mean, buy... I like your game on Google Stadia and it goes out of business in five years, you just lose that whole library. So you got to yeah. really think where you're buying. I mean, I personally, if I use Stadia, I would use the free version. Like, I mean, yeah. games do not need to be played in 4K to look good. We've done fine with it this far, so. Well, I'm sure that's what they said in 1990 as well. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Technology always is always advancing, so. Yeah never going to stay the same for too long. So I hope that answers your question, Jonathan. Yeah. Thank you for the email, then. We like hearing back from people. Ask his question. <laughs> Please ask Kenji <laughs> about personal things. <laughs> <laughs> Kenji doesn't want anybody I'm to make need everyone to request for him to do the uh, all the time. Oh, my God. I hate you guys. All right, Kenji, what are we <sighs> talking about? Uh, Blizzard. Come on. Go. Zaya. Boom. Done. Start it. Wait, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> uh, too bad. Okay, so in regards to Blizzard, um, for those that are unaware, they recently had their uh, BlizzCon thing where they announced everything. And uh, what I wanted to specifically talk about is the whole controversy with banning the Hearthstone winner and the two casters. So at BlizzCon, uh, Blizzard CEO acknowledged this. They said they were wrong. They said, quote, they moved too quickly in their decision-making, and they want to be all about bringing people together, not dividing people. And, and wait, no, no, didn't they say, we, we moved too quickly, like, whatever, and then we moved too slowly in something else? I don't, I don't know the exact quote, but it's like, uh... We fucking knee jerked and then didn't say sorry for like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then they said yeah. sorry, and then everybody in like the stage applauded and everything. And I'm like, they didn't. As I was watching it, I was just like wondering, like, is anybody gonna wonder, like, what, are they gonna unban those people? And they just gloss over nope. it. They don't even acknowledge it. They just move on to Diablo Four. Nope. Yeah. And then afterwards, when someone asked them about it, they said, no, we're not unbanning those guys. Sorry, yeah. but no. We're very sorry, I don't and know. we thought way too quickly on the situation, but we're still going to agree with that. We're going we're gonna to hold to our second second decision. Yeah. So only ban them for a little while. I just don't get that. Like, I mean, I get it, but I can't believe I everyone in that it. audience like bought it, you know? Like, No, th they're doing this because they want... They want this video to stick of them apologizing and oh, saying yeah. they moved too quickly, and they don't want people to think about you know unbanning those two guys. Well, so. I mean, like, if if you're a company and you and you're going to apologize for some shitty thing that you did, the best the best place and the best time to do it is when people paid a bunch of money 
who are diehard fucking Blizzard fans going in and you're and like right after you say that you're announcing fucking Diablo 4 which people have wanted for a long time like you like I like I mean maybe some people in the audience were like oh fuck this guy this is PR speak oh he's blowing smoke out of, fucking out of his ass but like most people were like oh fuck yeah Diablo 4 yeah people were like oh my I god mean, another Diablo and it's like well, yeah they still banned those guys and took his money <laughs> Yeah, the whole uh, audience that's, is like that's Hearthstone. Like, I that's Hearthstone. Nobody cares about Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, like, just the fact, like, I thought when I was li- watching the video, I thought like they were gonna start booing him, but the whole like yeah. the whole crowd just starts applauding. This is before he announced Diablo Four, and I'm just thinking, like, is nobody gonna wait to applaud when they say we've unbanned everybody? <laughs> like, um, yeah, they haven't given him his money. They haven't unbanned him. Not even the two casters that didn't even do anything. They haven't unbanned them either. Well, they just didn't say like, "Oh, what a what a loser!" Basically, at the time, so that's what they got banned for. Yeah, and then, but they're sorry, and they moved too quickly. So, mm-hmm. I'm really curious what Blizzard's gonna do if this happens again. And didn't they ban like more like esports team like players or whatever? Yeah, like yeah. Leader? In regular Hearthstone streams, people started, like, saying Free Hong Kong to support the guy they banned, and they banned those guys, too. I I saw that a bunch of Twitch chat was saying, like, Free Hong Kong and shit like that when when China's, like, Overwatch team or whatever came up, (laughs) which I thought was funny. Yeah, so, in regards to this, next we'll move on to Overwatch 2. Which is just Overwatch one with a two in front of it, essentially. <laughs> yeah, honestly, to be completely fair, like I didn't watch a single thing about Overwatch because I really just don't care about the game. But everybody, oh, l- l- let me so tell far, you. everyone just said, said it's said, just <laughs> the same thing again. No, 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 Sanguine, it is. It's it's literally the same thing. What? Like if you have Overwatch one, you can play Overwatch two. What? Yeah. So except except didn't are right, and and they're doing like a. A PVE mode, right? Like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah so you mean really the thing no one played? But you have to, you have to pay to play what? that. Yeah, you have to buy Overwatch Two to play that. But the people yeah. who buy Overwatch Two will still play multiplayer with the people that have Overwatch One. Yeah, so you might as well like if you already have Overwatch One, just don't even bother buying Overwatch Two unless you like PVE, which I don't know why you would. Yeah, for sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Did and did they did they actually say it has a sixty dollar price tag or have they not announced like a price? I don't think they've announced a price. I was just assuming because Overwatch one was sixty, but yeah, it's just like I feel like they made this announcement because of the pressure they were feeling yeah, with the I whole so. China yeah, thing. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just don't understand like. I, I was looking at the Overwatch communities that are eating this up, like, oh, yeah, Overwatch 2, it means it's, it's the exact now. same characters and shit. Yeah, same exact <laughs> characters. All they're getting is a reskin, which the people that own Overwatch 1 will also get. So, it's like, I don't know, man. They're selling you it's, a PvE game. Yeah. I mean, if, if if they, like, sell it for, like, 30, might not be too horrible. I still wouldn't buy it. But... Like sixty dollars is is a joke of a price tag if they if they actually go that route. 
I'm just wondering why they felt the need to make an Overwatch 2 when they could have just made PvE missions for Overwatch Yeah, 1. why not just add stuff on? Aren't they going for the whole games as a service thing? Yeah. So they wanted Overwatch to last, I think, 10 or 15 years, some crazy amount. And then, Diablo 4, which, after the presser, when asked when, it's com- when they can expect it, they said, don't hold your hopes up. It's not coming anytime soon. Holy fuck. So they just <laughs> announced it to take pressure off of them. Wait. Yeah. What was that last bit? <laughs> they said it's not coming anytime soon. Overwatch? No, no, Diablo 4. No, oh. Diablo 4. So, yeah, then they... Well, because I saw an article that was like, oh, no, like, it. they plan to announce it anyway. It's not because of the controversy. Like, what are you talking about? Bullshit. It's yeah, not coming any... We we have this game. We have this 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 series that fucking tons of people love, and the fourth is Diablo, and people have been asking about it and bitching about it. And oh hey, here's Diablo Four, With zero but game you're not gonna get it for a while. Uh, they didn't say that in the at the conference. They said this after being interviewed afterwards, when of less people did. are watching. Of course, yeah. And on top of that, it's going to be online only. No offline mode at all for Diablo 4. So you can't play couch co-op, huh? No, not without an internet connection. I bet you can, but you'd have to be connected to the internet still. So dumb. And, like, Diablo, like, for the people that play it, they know it's it's very playable offline. Like, you don't have to play online to have fun in Diablo. I played almost all of it single player. Yeah, exactly. So, it's not coming anytime soon. It's online only. Overwatch Two is just Overwatch One with the two in front of it, and that's all they they announced of note at their conference. But the people in that audience sure bought it up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, because they're fucking Blizzard fanboys, which is fine. <laughs> but come on, man! Like you can be a fanboy and still criticize. What you like? It's just in. Kenji hates people making money and Blizzard fanboys. <laughs> ah! Speaking of, Activision did report they made a lot of money. Uh, of most course of it they was did. from Call of Duty. <laughs> of course, most they of did. it. Yeah, but um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the protesters outside the photos of them—they were hilarious. Like just a bunch of Winnie people in Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh costumes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I loved it. It just looked funny. And they were, like, handing out t-shirts and shit. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hong Kong t-shirts. This this uh, does remind me of uh, Bethesda announcing Elder Scrolls. Another game <sighs> we never know when we're going to get. So That and Starfield. Like, dude. Is Starfield a famous game? Because that's the first time I no, heard of it. No, it's a new IP. It's their first new IP yeah. in, like, since the beginning of Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, they bought Fallout. Fallout wasn't theirs. And is it actually going to come out eventually, or are they just... Uh, maybe it's going to come out again. You know, you know, like, a couple years ago, I would have said, man, I hope so, but now I just don't really give a shit, because it's Bethesda, and Bethesda can go suck a dick. Uh, yeah, these, these big, uh, heavy hitters of the past seem to be struggling as of late. Oh man, dude! It just feels like every because they're so lazy every, like, with them now. Yeah, and, or they're just like trying to. They're just like cash grabbing. It, it feels like, like it feels like all of the all of the 
like developers and shit from like my childhood have either been bought out and dismantled or have just been consumed by money hungry we don't give a shit about the consumer anymore let's you know yeah i feel like all these studios are trying to like get a like a a 2k or fifa style we're gonna release this game every year and you know we're gonna have microtransactions and all this stuff with games where it doesn't belong in like you can't turn games like this into sports games like you just can't Mm -hmm. Uh, at least like (laughs) that's the idea at least like with activision i'm not gonna say like like the the last fucking like I don't know, five CODs have been pretty rough. Except for maybe Black Ops 3. I heard that one was okay. But at least they have a th- they have three fucking companies. And they have those companies on like a three-year cycle. Like even they know, oh, if we're going to release a game every year, we need to like give them time to make a game. Yeah. Even though they still, you know, fuck it up. Yeah, because I'm sure with these big games coming out that people love, like, even Diablo 4 and Elder Scrolls, like, people are going to be more hesitant than they would have been if none of this is happening. Like, for a lot of people, these series are must-buys day one, but I wonder how many people are just like, I'm going to wait now, you know? Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, I I feel like people... I mean, like, I can't really think of the, the, the time when it started when you really just couldn't trust games when they came out anymore. I mean, Watch Dogs. That's what I always recall. Watch, Watch Dogs, Dogs is when yeah. it started. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Watch Dogs was the big like, oh fuck. Like every like everybody knew Ubisoft had like buggy games, right? Like just like Bethesda. But Watch Dogs was like, that was like, like peak Ubisoft. Yeah. Here's actual in-game footage, and then it's like well, absolute that was just shit a lie. when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same could be said about um, Siege. Yeah, you're right. When they yeah. first showed that. And it was shit when it came out, in my opinion. But now it's way yeah. better. What did they change about it? I wasn't it's really following. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it went from being a bad game to a functional game to start. Day one Siege is, like, ridiculous like, to look back <laughs> on. I didn't even play it, but, like, I, I saw, like, so much footage of, like, day one, and I'm like... Fuck that. Yeah, as as far as I remember, it was Watch Dogs, and then Unity was, like, the next big one. Oh, Unity. Fuck Unity. But those bugs were funny. Like, I don't know, um... Uh, there's this video where, like, it was, like, Zero Gravity Assassin's Creed Unity, and, like, in big oh letters on God. YouTube, it was like, this is not a mod, this is out of the package. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, oh they, they, they just walk in, and everybody's just floating into the, like, universe, you know, yeah. <laughs> all over the place. That's just what happens. I mean... And they released the game like that. And then yep. would Fallout be the next big one after that? I can't remember. Like 76 Fallout. Uh, I'm sure there are more. Um, like big I ones, though. Like big failures. Big failures? Yeah, between Unity and Fallout 76. I mean, those the other Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> <laughs> We've all uh, seen the cliff. Oh. Yeah. Of the elephants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That was our year in review. I love it. (laughs) I I literally stopped playing after that mission. I was like, fuck this game. (laughs) But, yeah. 
Oh, Battlefield. Um, that was the one. Oh, Battlefield, which one? Five or one? Uh, I mean, one came World out and World just World people just didn't <laughs> like it because of the game itself. Yeah. Well, and then they updated it and made it really bad. Well, they updated it first and made it really good, and then they made it really bad. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's like when the game came out, it was good, and then it got better, and then they started updating it after like like a year into it, maybe not even that long, and they just tanked it. And then Anthem, that was another one. Oh God, fuck. Yeah, then I I just I, I don't even feel bad for people who wasted their money on Anthem or Fallout seventy six. I'm like, you 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 got what you deserved. Do you remember that guy in our Discord that was like, I got Anthem day one and I don't know why after playing it. Like, I, yeah. I very distinctly remember that yeah. guy. I forgot who it was, but they were just like, "Yeah, I bought it day one, and I." <laughs> like, I just remember there were there were two guys in our um in our Discord actually. One was saying like he's like I'm definitely getting it day one, and I was like I really don't want to be like mean to you or like blatantly tell you you're making a mistake. But I was like genuinely, why do you think it's still worth getting day one? He was like, "Well, I mean, it's it's a big game," and like that was it. And I was like, "That's not a good reason." <laughs> of course not. Like anybody who played the beta should have yeah, known. Yeah, like if you played the beta, you be know shit. the game's not going to be really good. Well, yeah. I I say beta, but I mean server test. Yeah. Well, let's not get into the whole beta <laughs> beta demo oh, debate no. again. <laughs> beta demo, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess final thoughts, guys, on everything. Was this a, did we even start this about like the stadia or something? <laughs> this no, this stadia is was BlizzCon. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Blizz, Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard. Yeah, we got so off track. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Blizzard's bullshitting. I think they're just bullshitting and trying to make up for it with something very popular that everyone wanted to see, but. I don't know. I just I I I'm don't I don't trust Blizzard, especially after everything they did. So I'm just kind of no, waiting. I don't either. And I'm gonna. Say I'm just I'm just watching like the fans just set fire to them, in the back. I just wish the people in the audience like realize this, because they they obviously lied to their faces and everybody was just like yeah woo yeah. I get that they're diehard fans and all, but even people who were Microsoft diehard fans when they released the Xbox One were booing when they were being told like what it was going to have. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it it just goes hand in hand. You they Blizzard admits we made a mistake. The next thing everybody should be thinking is, okay, what are you gonna do to the people you banned? But now everybody just started clapping, yeah, go Blizzard, woo. Mm-hmm. Release more it's games bullshit. that I think are good. <laughs> before they're out i just uh i just feel like god like the overwatch 2 is bullshit the diablo 4 announcement is bullshit it's, it's not gonna come out for fucking years um and the whole the whole apology was bullshit too that was just like it was a moment <laughs> I, um in during like his little apology bullshit speech, he he like says something and then he pauses, right? He like waits for an applause, like like yeah, he's, yeah, he's prepared, 
and then he like goes to talk again and everybody starts like clapping and he's like <laughs> yeah there it is yeah that's what i was waiting for i was like oh, you you smug piece of shit Get the fuck out of here so uh, i don't know blizzard i don't really play blizzard games so fuck them i'm well i'm fucking playing cod but whatever i almost whatever. said it right in my head like i know that blizzard and the cod blizzard it still doesn't feel like Activision Blizzard yeah. is like a combined entity. But yeah. Uh fuck Blizzard. Why not? Run a bandwagon. <laughs> Off and on. <laughs> okay. Uh the next topic is uh Ubisoft stocks plummet six sixteen percent. Um uh after 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 what was it, breakpoint and there's something else. Uh, they delayed shit the best. Watch Dogs. Uh, oh, that got delayed? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Watch Dogs. Um, that monster game, I forgot what it was called, Gods and Monsters? Gods and Monsters, Gods yeah. And, monsters. and the third game. What Why was have it? I not heard of one game yet? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Next it. Gods Assassin's and Monsters Creed? is that one that oh. looks like uh, the Zelda game, basically. What? Uh, the the Ra- Rainbow Six Rainbow like S- yeah, yeah Rainbow like outbreak Six outbreak or whatever got, uh, delayed or quarantine or whatever yeah. it's called. Basically, quarantine. something Rainbow Six players didn't want to see. <laughs> yeah, is that supposed to be like something that's going to be the next season? It's PVE. Or? We don't know if it's oh, okay. yeah. It's I think it's going to be like mostly just co-op. Like it's it's going like to be like an actual Rainbow Six game, I think, but not because it's zombies. Mm. Yeah, like they had that one zombies mode that was hard as shit. It was cool, but, but I can't imagine playing an entire game based around it, especially if it has the yeah. same like controls. It just like that shit just screams Overwatch two to me. Y- yeah, like it's it, they could have just sell, done it like a shitty PVE mode. Yeah, when they could have just added it. What if they made the whole game like of the quality of the old uh, Call of Duty Spec Ops? Like it was PVE, but the missions were really fun and dynamic. Man, I wish COD actually had <laughs> COD Spec Ops. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I know. wish the Call of Duty now had good <laughs> Call of Duty Spec Ops. But I you know, I still can't believe can't. they were just like, "Yeah, it's coming in an update, guys." Like, what do you mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's such bullshit. Is that regarding yeah. Call of Duty? Yes. Yeah, they said it's coming in an update. What? Oh, actual? And everyone's just like, shit? you said oh, it was yeah, going to be Yeah, actual, like, three-star, choose-the-difficulty spec ops mission. Uh, okay. Yeah, they said that's that's coming in an well, update. But I'm not finished. I mean, at, least, at least they yeah. fixed the multiplayer so far. Yeah, I was going to say, if the multiplayer wasn't doing so well, I think they would ta- be taking a lot more flack for that than they are. Yeah. But they're kind of getting away with it because everybody's so, like, encap... Uh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Encapsulated? Is that, is <laughs> that what you were going to say? No. <laughs> no, but... People are not encapsulated. <laughs> That's what pops into my mind. Uh, you know, obsessed. No, that's not the word, but that's the next Focus on it. Captivated. Yeah, there we captivated. go. Captivated. Yeah. Captivated with the multiplayer, and I think I think the multiplayer is just going to be even better now that this update happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I've been I've been getting the uh, the Z twenty five or seven twenty five upgraded. <laughs> now it's worthless. Don't don't I'm bother. Sure yeah, don't bother anymore. 
I dude, I I outgunned a fucking 725 with like an MP5. Oh boy. At like a, a car length away. Okay, well, so I guess you need to find yeah. a better secondary. Yeah, they nerfed the shit out of it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> which I'm happy about. But they they gave like all the SMGs above. Good. Oh, thank God. Which I is which is good. Yeah. It's anyway. like I'm actually starting to see people use different weapons now, so it's really nice. Anyway, back to whatever the fuck we were talking about. Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. I, I was going to say, the second part is they're planning to make every game dev pitch, like, every single game to them in order to avoid these mistakes. And that's, like, that's great, but I'm thinking in my head, that's not what you were doing before. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like when, whenever they said that, like we're going to make them actually pitch the games to us now before we start them. I was like, w- you just like they just mentioned like, hey, we're <laughs> just going to make a sequel to this, and you're like, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. Like, what we're, were gonna they make another doing? Assassin's Creed? <laughs> yeah, for Assassin's Creed, they're just money? like, okay, well, which ones are you doing next year? And they're like, Greek stuff, mm. and then they're like, okay, <laughs> and what about this one? Question mark. We're thinking like Egypt, and they're like, okay. Moving on, see you yeah, in sure. a year. <laughs> and then the boardroom meeting when they're clamping down. All right, guys, from now on, all of you guys are going to pitch your games to us, all right? <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. And I guess it shows why their games are suffering, that now they're just adding game devs pitching the game to them. Like, yeah. Who is coming up with the ideas? The, the fucking janitor? I'm sure the heads of the studios think of the ideas and then they pitch it to the uh, main guy. No, they don't. They I'm don't pitch saying. it. They give it to the fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Going I to guess what it. they mean is they want the people actually working on the game to like be like, okay, so this is how it can and will work. Yeah. Instead of this is what you want, uh, it, it didn't work out too well. I mean, e- like even though their stocks like took a shit. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see that they're delaying their games, that they're that they're not just like ignoring this bullshit, but they're like, oh fuck. Finally, they're like, oh man, and our games have to work when we release them. Shit. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Our our games can't all be the same. They can't all function the same way and have the same oh, mechanics. Man. Shit. Ubisoft syndrome. Far Cry Five came out and that was fucking it. Not Far Cry Five. Far Cry Three came out. That was it. Uh, yeah, Far Cry 3. I, I think their games are going to suffer a little bit, though, from the delays. Not the delaying is a bad thing, but now there's, like, going to be five Ubisoft games that are going to come out in one year, unless they space them out a little more and go to 2021. And they're going to come out on a, like, when everybody's switching consoles. There's going to be backwards compatibility, but I'm sure it's going to get confusing at the same time, too. Yeah. Oh, it sure will. <laughs> I mean, they could just pull like a fucking Final Fantasy fifteen. Just, oh, we're gonna make it from the, the ground up from the next gen. Oh, Final Fantasy seven, you mean? The remake or no fifteen? Took like a shit ton of years, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was supposed to come out on the PS three, and then they just five yeah. years into development, they just threw everything away, and they're like, okay, time to make it to the PS four. <laughs> Or like Last Guardian, that was supposed to come out on like PS2, and then it was like, oh, we're gonna make it for PS3, and I was like, oh no, we're not. Luckily, I think like the PS4 and the uh, the new Xbox, the high spec one, I think they're already so powerful, it's not gonna be as big of a 
nosedive as PS3 to PS4. Yeah. But, I don't know, I still think it's going to get confusing, because in the article they say they're going to release a PS4 and a PS5 version. And, like, I don't know. I thought, I always figured, um, when Next Gen came around, it's not going to be PS4, PS5, because there's backwards compatibility. It'll just say PlayStation. This is a PlayStation game. You know? Unless it's a game that can only be played on PS5, which will be in a few years, not yet. Maybe. But I think at that point, digital will be, like, fucking king. I, f- I feel like digital is, like, already king. Yeah, yeah there was, like, a stat, like, 70% of Call of Duty is digital. Yeah. People that bought it. So, it's like, I feel like with the higher storage space, although I think I think games for, like, the PS5 and forward will, will be bigger than they are now. I mean, shit, COD is, like, 116 gigs. It's fucking insane. Yeah, you, you told me before we started recording, the update... The patch is like eight gigs. <laughs> really? Yeah, the patch, the the like the the patch for today is oh eight gigs. Oh my gig. god! Fucking eight gigabytes to fix some fucking guns. <laughs> well, Rest they in fixed peace, a lot of things. Slow internet. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, they they fixed a whole bunch of guns. They fixed the footsteps. They they nerfed claymores. Um, they they made it so that the enemy can't hear your team call out, and your your operator doesn't call out stuff Thank anymore. God. It's only like friendly operators, and they were like reduced the um, the sight cone and shit. They they fixed some like stability issues. They added two maps, one for ground war, one for regular, and um added a game mode in. So there's like there's a lot in the update, but fucking eight gigs, dude. Come on. And then the last thing I wanted to say about Ubisoft is. I just thought of it while we were talking. One of you guys said something, and it made me think this. Th- okay, so they're going to be pitching their game ideas, but, uh, like, when thinking about it, I don't think the ideas of the game was the problem. Because, yeah. um, wh- what was that uh, recent game, The Bummed? You guys Break played point? the beta? I don't know which one. <laughs> Breakpoint. Breakpoint, yeah. Like, I don't think the idea of Breakpoint is a bad idea. It's just the implementation. No, the idea of Breakpoint was fucking horrible. Really? Yeah. Like, like terrible and nobody would buy it nobody did i mean some people bought it i mean to me it was like here's wildlands 2 but the execution was so much worse than i would have expected that's what i'm saying execution's the problem because i don't think the idea like the the idea of the game was fine it was the Mm, fact that they were like they had from what i saw i was like this looks pretty good but then they release it and it was like oh this is dog shit yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I take it back. I I was misunderstanding what you said. like, so I really hope they follow up with this. It's not just like you pitch the idea. Oh, great idea! Make it happen, and then they just leave it alone again. Like, yeah. The like I think I think the biggest problem I'm having with Ubisoft right now is that they're making all their games like the same. Like they're putting resources in every game. They're putting like crafting in every game. They're putting like yeah. map. The map is like pretty much the same in every game. There's like each each separate portion of the map has a different enemy level. There's there's gear that you can level up and shit. And there's there's fucking just everything is the same, and it's it's just getting like boring and monotonous. See, they gotta do a what Activision does with Call of Duty, because even though there's a Call of Duty every year, uh, when a different studio makes it, you can feel the difference. 
You know, yeah. you don't feel like it's the same Call of Duty every single one you buy. So yeah. they got to do something where if a studio makes a game, it feels different. It's the same with Sony Studios. Like, a Naughty Dog game is going to feel different from a Insomnia game, and an Insomnia game is going to feel different than a Sucker Punch game. Like, yep. That's what Ubisoft needs to do. Not just release like one game and it's gonna feel the same across everything. Yeah, I agree. So, cause like, cause like Wildlands to Breakpoint, Breakpoint felt like a downgrade. Yeah. Like maybe not in like graphics or anything, but like how the game works. Cause, cause like the gear score, in my opinion, and like the gear levels really ruined that game. Because Wildlands, it was like, oh, you just have to get better and, like, upgrade your, your skill like skills or whatever, and you're, like, you're good. The weapons are just kind of standard. You, you collect them and you have them. But Breakpoint was, oh, you, you have this weapon, but it's shit. And that's, that's exactly the same as the Assassin's Creed games, Origins, and Odyssey that came out. That's just kind of bullshit. And uh, now, like, a uh, quick break. Now that I'm looking at our list, like, should we combine just Greedfall and then make Sony and Death Stranding two different topics? Because I, I don't know what I could say about uh, Greedfall, Plague Tale, or Outer Worlds, honestly. Sure. Okay. Uncut, Devious. <laughs> Resume. Okay, so also what came out recently... Outer Worlds. Now, this genre of game is more up you guys' alley more than mm-hmm. mine. So, yes. from what you guys have been reading, what do you guys think? Thing uh, I've heard n- honestly like nothing but good things about it. Um, I don't really like. I don't know exactly how the game plays and everything. So far, from what I can tell, it's kind of like Fallout meets. I mean, Mass Effect. Mass Effect yeah, I I've heard it's it's New Vegas mixed with like Mass Effect. One and two, and yeah, like, like the that. the character interactions like ma- really good Mass Effect, and the gameplay is like Fallout, but like super fleshed out RPG. Mm-hmm. I was reading something that made it sound really cool, and I don't know if it's true or not. I just read it somewhere. I probably read it. Uh, you can get through the whole game without any combat, yeah. and like just the fact that that's possible. I, like I always love games that make that possible. Yeah. I think Dishonored was well, another like one you could get then. through the whole game. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hear what? <laughs> In the background, I just heard uh, somebody say what right when you said that. <laughs> Deus Ex, not Deus Ex. <laughs> <laughs> not gay sex. Thanks. <laughs> He was just like, yeah, you'd love Deus Ex. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? What's wrong with Deus Ex? I was like, you don't even know what Deus Ex is. <laughs> oh, my God. You, I, I, th- I think you would like Deus Ex, yeah. though. What? <laughs> yeah, they have that. I, I own it because it's free on Plus, so maybe one day I'll play it. But, yeah, so many other games right now. Yeah. And then um, I was also looking at Greedfall and Plague Tale, but I ended up not buying either of them yet. I think eventually yeah. I'll play them. So it's good to see like, games. Plague Tale eventually. Yeah, it, it's great to see games that 
um, come from lesser known studios like succeed and get recognition like this because you know more competition and better games is overall is always a great thing yeah um go ahead like like okay so out of worlds is is a game that i i'm i am definitely going to get eventually and just what they've done with it what i've seen like the like the way your skill points work and the way you can go about situations differently the fact that you can kill everybody except one person in the game uh, I, fu I fucking love it. It just it just reminds me of New Vegas so much, and that's probably one of my favorite games, like in, in like the top ten. That's the one everyone says is like the best Fallout, right? Yes. New Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least at least the best when it was owned by Bethesda. Um, but yeah, Greedfall looked interesting, but. Uh, like out out of the three, I think I'd rather get out, uh, uh, Outer Worlds. But I'm s I'm still happy that all three have succeeded. They all look like like great games, and they all look like finished products. They're like finally a fit a finished fucking game. Thanks, guys. Kind of crazy that that's like the rarity getting a finished game. Yeah. Right. A not, not broken product. That's just what makes games stand out, man. All you gotta do is just make sure it works when you release it. Did you guys hear about the, um, like, that, that wrestling game? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, WK20. Yeah, that, I, that I was watching some clips. Fucking hilarious. Dude, the Australian government were like, you have to give people re <laughs> refunds. Sony <laughs> was giving back refunds. Yeah, Sony and the fucking Australian government were like, no, your shit's busted. Sony's notoriously stingy with refunds, and even they were like, okay, we gotta give you guys your money back. That just, like, come on, it's fucking, fucking 2K. What are you doing? You made Red Dead 2. No, well, what happened not is, them, um, so, with the wrestling games, originally a Japanese studio had made them for the last, like, 10 to 15 years. Like, okay. a studio in Japan was making it, and last year, uh, 2K, I guess, got too big for their britches, and they took it away from them and gave it to the uh, same studio that makes the basketball series. Oh, God. And they only had one year to get everything going. And oh obviously, God. they're all focused on the basketball game, so they're just like... <laughs> so I'm kind of curious what they're going to do now. Like, they kind of burned their bridges with that Japanese studio. I forgot what they're called. They're yeah. kind of burning their bridges with fucking everybody. 2K, anyway. Yeah. All right, so uh, final thoughts on the Ubisoft. Kenji? Um, fix your shit, man. Fix your shit, make it better. You might sell games again. Same one? Yeah, I mean, to have a, <clears throat> to have your studios tell you what game they're going to make and actually pitch ideas, I think that's a start to making a game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on the right track. I mean, I don't know what else I could say. You guys have been doing this for how long? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, like I said earlier, I just don't get what were they doing before. I would have loved to see like how they would make new games before. And I feel Dude. like if they weren't pitching, it's like how you guys said. Somebody just logged into the office. Yeah, next Assassin's Creed's going to be in Greece. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, like, I guarantee you that's the shit that happens. Some some suit just walks in and hands, like, the fucking head dude a fucking folder. It's like, here you yeah. go. Make it. I don't know. Okay, so our next topic is about Sony. And, of course, we have our trusty Sony fanboy, Zaya, who's going to take it away. Go for it. So, uh, a lot of things are moving around at Sony. Um, the new Sean Layden is Herman Host, who was the head of Guerrilla Games. I don't think... He's spoken a few times, but from what I've heard him, he's a little more robotic than uh, uh, Layden and House were. So, him presenting all of Sony's stuff going forward is going to be a little weird. And then the uh, big move that they did was uh, Yoshida, you know, who's... You know, uh, kind of the face of Sony in many ways for a lot of years now. He's going to be the new head of uh, indie games from, and his old position was leader of Worldwide Studios. So I don't know if this is like a demotion or he's stepping down, but what they're telling us is he's stepping down to head of indie games, which is a position mm. that did not exist at Sony beforehand. Um, mm. I know, I don't know about Sankum, but I know Kenji, you have like mixed opinions on indie games, but I think. It's important that Sony does take them seriously because Rocket League was an indie game, and you never know when there's going to be another one like that that makes I mean, it big. I don't, I don't hate indie games. Okay, like I said, mixed opinions. On indie games. Okay, sure. Um, I personally, okay, this is a personal thing. I have not enjoyed many indie games. Most of the time, I start an indie game, I play it for a little bit, and then I just fucking stop playing it. But that uh, that doesn't mean that I don't like respect indie games. Cause there have been some really fantastic and, and amazing indie games that have come out. Yeah. Yeah. Your your dog agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he disagrees. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. But He's um, kind of like a passionate bark. Yeah. It it kind of sounds like like Sony's kind of hopping on the Microsoft train that Microsoft like fucking started a couple years ago. With the whole buying up a shit ton of indie <laughs> studios. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Stanley! God. <laughs> I miss Stanley. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I, th- I think it's cool. I, th- I think it's interesting. I, um, I'm kind of excited to see what they're gonna do with it. The, the indie aspect. They started off really strong with indie games in the PS4 first launch, and a lot of indie developers would say that, but, like, the last three years, they fell off completely. Like, I heard they've been, like, ignoring them, not emailing them back. It's, like, hell to get them on the storefront. So I'm kind of wondering what made them think, okay, let's pick that up again. Probably a new console launch, I guess. Yeah. Sanguine, what do you think of all the shakeup? I mean, I don't know. I'm just sad to see, <clears throat> like, we get familiar with all these faces, and this is the first generation I'm, like, really with Sony because I was Xbox last time. So, um, like, I get all these familiar faces finally in, and then they all leave, <laughs> like, right away. <laughs> so, I mean, Bad Sean Layden didn't stay long at all. So... No, he, he he's been around for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> All of them have uh, been around for quite a while, like since PS1 days. 
It's just they're all getting to the age of close to retirement, I think. And yeah, I mean, it, I get it and everything. It's just, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know too much about them. I guess we'll just like the most that I get out of them is from seeing them for E3. So we'll just have to see how they perform. Because, like, I remember Sean Layden came out, and he was, like, super nervous, wasn't really, like, the best speaker, and then by the end, he was in, like, full control. Oh, Kenji. I guess we'll cut for a second until Kenji gets back. Um, my mic just disconnected, Uh-oh. so I did not hear anything you guys said. <laughs> now we stopped, so you got this. Right. Uh, okay. We'll uh, I don't continue. Can you, can you repeat the uh, the last thing you said? Whoever was speaking. I'm just. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, we'll just have to see how um how these new faces of the company perform when it really oh, matters. Yeah. One I mean, thing, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying, like, Sean Layden, kind of like what Sanguine said, um, he started out kind of, you know, you know, but he, he got better at speaking and, and you know, with the, with the whole show thing going on. So I, I think, like, confident. this, yeah, it, I mean, it'll, it'll, I mean, it would take anybody time to adjust to that kind of position. You're pretty much the face of a, a fucking company at these types of events but um i mean just like thanks sean Layden. hope you have a nice retirement or whatever uh, <laughs> he, he's, he was so uh wholesome throughout this whole thing because like on twitter he's like retweeting everything playstation's posting and he's like yeah good luck man i hope you do a great job <laughs> <laughs> but i do think um this type of thing is important because now all the people that launched the PS4, they're all gone besides Yoshida and Cerny. And I'm sure Cerny's going to speak when they announce the console. He's the lead architect, was the lead architect of the PS4, and is retaining that role for the PS5. And also head dev of NEC, acclaimed worldwide hit. So all those people gone and we're going to see a bunch of new faces when the PS5 gets announced. I think it's important because do you guys remember the Xbox one guy, uh, droopy haired dude? I forgot his name. Oh, oh yeah. That guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it kind of carries, you know, the way you talk, the way you look and stuff like that. So I think it'll be good if they get good public speakers, not just anybody. Um, Lane just fucking <laughs> rolling up on stage with a Crash Bandicoot t- t-shirt. Yeah, and not saying nothing saying about, about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was golden. Yeah. And then another thing that Sony said, it kind of makes me a little nervous, is they said, we are working towards achieving backwards compatibility. And I'm oh just no. thinking, what does that mean, guy? <laughs> what do you mean oh you're no. working towards achieving? Because oh my no. dream is... They released the PS5, and it can play, like, any PlayStation game from any generation. Like, if they could do that, that would be amazing. So I'm hoping yeah. that's what they meant, and not if you can play PS4 games or not. I, th- I think the biggest hurdle they're, they're going to have is, like, 
PS3 games if they can even do that backwards compatibility. Yeah, hopefully they can at least get an emulator or something like that. But um, yeah. I know me and you have a lot of PS3 games and PS4 games, and being able to play that day one on the PS5, like that'd make the wait time for good PS5 <coughs> games a lot easier. God, I don't even remember what like PS3 games I have. There's a bunch. I remember when Plus was wrapping up on the PS3, there was like a lot of heavy hitters. Oh my god, it'd be nice to play New Vegas again. Well, let me tell you Actually. about PlayStation Now, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is on there. Oh my Far god, Cry 3. I, could, I could just play Vegas. I've never played it, so. You've never played, I've never New, played Vegas? New Vegas? Yeah, oh my god. God, it's like the best Fallout game. It's really good. And all the DLCs are really good, too. So, before we get into our big topic, final thoughts on this, Kendi? Um, I, I, it's, it's kind of like a changing of the, of the guard, so to speak. Like, oh, this, these guys were, were here through, like, you know, the fucking thick of it. And now they're just handing, handing it off to the next, to the next generation. You know, it's, the next it's interesting. Years. I'm, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm excited to see what these new guys are going to do, what they're, what they're thinking, what they're up to, but that's something we won't see for a while. So it's a waiting game. David? Like I said, I guess I'll just have to see like how they perform and everything. And I mean, really, we don't know what kind of changes they want to do yet. So I guess we'll just wait to see and hear their ideas. And for me, I'm kind of glad they picked the game developer to be the new head. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no game developer, sorry. God damn it. You know, now that we've been acknowledging this dog, Devious has to keep him in. <laughs> he cannot <laughs> edit out this dog. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure the people that listen to us don't listen to us for, you know, high-quality, well-researched opinions. That's fair. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're picking game developers because um, that'll tell you that the company will be in good hands, at least the gaming division, because those guys have been there. They've gone up the ranks. They know what it's like. It's not just like hiring some shit. random CEO. Um, yeah. I think like the next big game dev like to fill Sony's spot, if it's the Gorilla Games guy, I think the next one's probably going to be Neil Druckmann, honestly. Yeah, I can so. s- well, I, I can and can't see that happening. Yeah, just him coming out in a suit presenting Sony stuff. Uh, so Death Stranding just released. Was it last night or something? You um, might have heard this. Y- you might have heard about it. About uh, <laughs> uh, not so, like, kind of a small guy, you know, uh, Kojima. Hideo. Hideo. This guy, Konami, just released this game. No, we all know who he is. Uh uh, Ko- Kojima, um, Death Stranding is, is, has been talked about for a, a long time now. Um, just released. Zai and Sangwon both have the game. I, I do not, unfortunately, but I, w- I will get it eventually. 
Um, so, Sanguine, thoughts on the reviews uh, and what what yeah. you think about so it? Um, this game kind of like is similar to how Days Gone was for me. Two completely different situations though, because uh, like the core gameplay of Death Stranding is so like different compared to what you would expect and something i've been thinking back on zaya i remember you said whenever they they announced that they were like oh people like who have played like uncharted will be familiar with this i don't get that resi like that resonation <laughs> i don't know what they're talking about i guess like if you played a if you played a third person game before then sure but um a lot of the reviews were basically like either uh, I I don't understand people who are giving it like perfect scores because uh, I don't know but I haven't gotten that far but um either like the scores were perfect they were reasonable or they were just like clearly people just giving it bad reviews for the sake of giving it bad reviews because either they just didn't get it I guess or they just thought it was boring and I can understand how people think that the game's boring I totally get that because it's not for I don't know like if if you don't have the patience for a game that you need to take your time with and and really take it slow and prepare and everything this is not the game for you like if you just want to go 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 this is not the game for you and uh, so I know there were some reviews that people said that the game was like it was garbage and terrible and a joke and like patronizing. I don't understand how they get that impression unless they're so insecure about themselves. Like I, I don't know. I don't get that. But uh I don't know. It's a very niche game. It's different. I think that's the best part about it is it's, it's just like it stands out on its own and it's different but um it's like a, a step away from competitive everything and more of a positive like personal kind of game i don't know uh Zai. so uh my impression so far from the game is i'm liking it i'm liking the world that exists in i'm really trying hard to piece together the story like i really have to be paying attention and really have to be thinking about everything but i think you're supposed to be confused at this point and you're going to get more of it as you go on um, yeah but from what i get you're supposed to be confused like the yeah. start of it it it's supposed to introduce you to things but not explain them in full Killzone has kind of ruined this like beginning of the game for me because every time they say we need to reconnect America, I just keep thinking of uh, President Big Wheel Casey. <laughs> like every time they say that, I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, <laughs> it's like the perfect month for him to do that. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying the game myself. Now, a lot of these reviews, I have like a lot of problems with some of these reviews because uh, these are people who are getting paid to do reviews it is their job you know they're not getting paid to play games they're getting paid to do reviews and i feel like with some of these reviews they're not really doing them in good faith so 
the movie industry is an industry that gets a lot of you know critical reviews and all that stuff. So if I'm a guy that's a critic and I love action movies, right, and then I go watch a documentary, I'm not going to review a documentary like an action movie. Because if I did that, I'd be like, oh, there's no action. It was really slow. It's like a 2 out of 10. Like, yeah, I feel like that's how a lot of people were reviewing it. They were expecting – I don't – I don't understand how people feel like it's not what they expected. Like, what were you expecting? No one had any expectations for it. I mean, I was somebody that avoided a lot of the uh, reports and the uh, trailers and stuff like that because I just like to go in blind. And even I gathered that they were saying, this is not going to be an action movie. No. Like, I think they said that a billion times. Not going to be an action (laughs) game. Not going to be an action game. Not going to be an action game. So these reviews, the, the like threes and lower, all of them are like, oh, it's too People, slow. Yeah, oh, like that's just gripey. Oh. Like it's not, it's not reviewing the game. It's reviewing your taste. Yeah, you gotta review the game for what kind of game it is. At least I think, because, like, like I said, if you love action movies and you're suddenly gonna review a documentary, you're not gonna review a documentary like an action. Movie. That's what I think. You the have problem to review is it like a documentary. Like yeah, like it's. People aren't reviewing it for what it is. They're reviewing it for what they want it to be. Exactly. And you're like, I mean, this is someone's hard work. Like, hundreds of people's hard work that you're criticizing and you're affecting, out like, the outcome of what's going to happen for their careers. And you're just yeah, going to throw it aside because I don't like it. It's too slow and boring. Like I don't I don't know where people just get off doing that. You can like there I think there are valid criticisms you can make yeah. that are reasonable. Like you could say the story is too confusing. Like you could say that. People said that about Metal Gear Solid, you know, and it is it confusing. is confusing. But the problem is the story that Kojima typically does isn't really supposed to be. It's more metaphorical than anything, and yeah. it's not. It's like it's artsy not literally what's going on in the game. It's about like an idea and a breakdown of what's going on in real life. Yeah, that video you posted a few months back, how uh, they were listening. A Kojima always puts stuff that's happening in his own life into his game. Yeah. Like, stuff like that's crazy. But uh, I was gonna say, uh, Edge, who reviewed Death Stranding who said they could not finish the game because it was so boring, so they couldn't release a review. Like, that to me is ridiculous. Like, it's your job to review games. Well, like I see a different side of that because I don't think they wanted to add on to the low scores of the game because they just didn't like it. But I also see if someone trusts Edge as an outlet that would be able to review games and they don't review this big game, then it's kind of just like a middle finger. But... I'd rather them not review the game than review the game, not like it because of their own personal opinion, and then say it's a bad game. Well, they didn't finish the game. That's the problem. They only played about 30 hours, I think. And it's like, like, uh, for example, your job, so there are days that you're not going to like it. Or did they it? just say, we just can't do a review on it because we couldn't finish it? They said we can't do a review because uh, we don't feel like finishing it because it's so boring, essentially. Well... I mean, I think I think that's valid in a way because they don't want to give it a low score. Well, I think they should finish the game and give a review, like a reasonable review, even if it's a bad one, because again, like 
you're you're getting paid to review games. You're not getting paid to just write articles and stuff. Your job is to review games. Like even if you don't like it, you kind of got to finish it because you're getting early copies and all this stuff. And you have, I I know that they sent out Death Stranding early copies about two and a half months in advance to reviewers. So it's like if it's your job, you have plenty of time to play it in two and a half months. So yep. it's like just you got to play the game, you got to beat it, and then you got to review it. That's your job. You know, you can't you can't go into work and say I don't feel like operating on this guy today or helping this guy today because yeah. I don't know. I think he's a bad guy, so I don't feel like helping him. Yeah, I guess that's like a good point. You can't do that. But you would get fired right on the spot. So would I if I showed up and was like, "Yeah, I don't feel like doing anything today." So it's like, if this guy, it's his job to review games, he has to play it and he has to review it, good or bad, you know? Just what I think yeah. on this matter. I just think from their perspective, it was like, we don't want to unfairly review this game because we just don't like it for what it is. And I think they may have just had an understanding of that. Like, it's not that the game is bad, it's just that I don't like this game. Then I think they could have worded it a little more responsibly yeah. than this game is uh, so boring and un like unplayable that we can't finish it. Yeah. Like, to me, that's like you're essentially saying you're giving it a zero. Pretty much. And Kenji, what are your thoughts on? Um, while I haven't played Death Stranding, I I can kind of see. Both sides, but I'm more on the side of that's what you do. Like that's you put out reviews for video games. I mean, I don't know what other video games they've they've reviewed, but I don't know. Like, it, like I yeah, I I I kind of I kind of understand what Sanguine's saying, but it's also like. <laughs> I kind of agree with what Zai is saying. Like, it's your fucking job, do it. But I can see if it's like if it's, if it's your personal taste and you know it's your personal taste, and you don't want to be biased about it. I can see how not putting out a review, but is 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 an option. But nah, I don't know. That's kind of a weird. At least they didn't they didn't pull a. Oh, I give it a zero. This game is garbage. Don't buy it. <laughs> Which yeah. is what a lot of other people did. So I mean, yeah. It's 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 a gray area, in my opinion. I I just keep relating it to movies in my head because it's comparable, but I can't think of many critics that are like watching a movie they're about to review and then they just walk out and they're like, I can't finish this movie, you know. I think it's a little different from that perspective. Yeah, it's less time, obviously. It's less time and less input. I don't know. I mean, I, I always thought the whole point of being a reviewer is you're supposed to be able to review games, even the ones you don't like, you know? Uh, yeah. I guess that's just at the point where they decide who the reviewer will be. Yeah. Oh. Well, now that we're done talking about reviews and everything, and I don't, I don't care if you have more to say, we're, we're cutting that. It's over. Done. No, I just noticed something <laughs> on Discord. Um, but Zaya, being the first one of us, probably, who, who played a Metal Gear game, um, got me 
to play all all of the Metal Gear games. Um, how how do you feel about like half of the people from like Konami and the Metal Gear Solid guys jumping over to Kojima Productions and working on this this Death Stranding game? Um, I I had said this to Dario when I was lo- about to launch the game, like. When I pre-order a game digitally, you know how it has that timer? When it gets to, like, yeah. two or three minutes, I have to go just hover over it and just, like, count it down. And yeah. I was like, in two minutes, Konami's about to take the biggest L they've taken in, in the last, like, decade. <laughs> and that's what it feels like, is uh, they ostracized Ko- uh, Ko- I was going to say they ostracized Konami. <laughs> they ostracized Kojima, and and it's like, he bounced back. He bounced back fast, and he's about to release a game. Yeah. that is probably going to be in contention for, like, Game of the Year. And what are they doing right now? Pachinko machines. Yeah, exactly. So the the fact that his crew, like, all also left Konami with him and then helped him do this, like, that's just, I don't know. It's one of uh, humanity's beautiful moments because they're just like, yeah, Konami's our bosses and this is our jobs and we've probably been doing this for the last, like, 20 years, but... Like, we believe in Kojima, and we believe in his ideas, so we're going to follow him wherever he goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just amazing. I don't think too many people can have that have that amount of pull and take people with them wherever they go. Agreed. Raymond? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I really hope this works out good for for Hideo and his, his new team and everything, and... um. From what I've played so far, this it's definitely the kind of game for me. I think this game is fantastic, just with the premise alone that I've had already. And I probably only put like two hours in it, but um, I can definitely see myself enjoying it much more. Um, I just think it's it's not for everybody. It's a very different type of game. It's a game. It's a game type that I just haven't played before. Like there are elements that that make it up that I've definitely played before, but I've just never played a game with core gameplay like this. It's he made he's made a new genre basically. Like he really did. And he's known for that kind of thing because when Metal Gear yeah. first came out, like that was a new genre in itself. There was no stealth-based game at the time. Yep. That's just crazy. Are you um, uh, eventually going to get it, Kenji? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just I just had to pay my car registration. So. <laughs> 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 Money? Yeah. I have a wedding in a <laughs> What's week. What's that? <laughs> to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also have a, have a flight. So <laughs> buying this game was basically like, fuck it. I'll deal with the consequences later. <laughs> Um, I I think it's really cool that that like half of his fucking studio just followed him out of Honestly, out of Konami. I'm not surprised, I, I'm not surprised they were either. But on it's Silent Hill with him too. Yeah, but it's still like crazy. I mean, you hear about people going getting getting fucked over or whatever all the time, or like like people leaving, but it's it's there's like 
not many scenarios where some some company shafts a dude real hard and then like half of the people that worked in that company with him fucking also bail on the company and go work with that guy. It's like, like something that's out of a movie. Pretty <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um it just shows like like how like like what Kojima is like as a person, you know? Cuz like if he was a if, if he was like a douchey asshole, he that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, that wouldn't you make know? sense. So like yeah, they they all ov- they they obviously like believe in him and 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 like like working with him and and trust that he's not gonna you know fuck him over and like make a good product you know like that's what he cares about is making something awesome. And when amazing. that amount of people like follow you, it really people already knew this, but it really shows that how much full of shit that Konami was. Because mm-hmm. uh, do you guys remember like the character assassination they tried to do with Kojima as it was coming out like. Yeah. Oh, articles are coming out. Oh, he asked for too much money. Oh, he takes too much time developing his games. Oh, blah 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 blah. This and that. He asked and for too like much quality improvement. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, cause you, you have one of the most legendary and probably the most well-known game developer on your books. Especially in Tokyo. Give the, yeah, give the man what he wants. Like, <laughs> just let him do his thing. And let him make you let him, just, you sh- th- let him crawl. <laughs> let him crawl. Let him crawl. Because that's uh, honestly yeah. what Sony did. Because Sony like went up to him. They got him. They're just like, what do you need? And he tells them what he needs. And then okay. they give it to him. And there then he's go. like, guys, I actually also need this. And then they're like, oh, okay. I'm going to need go. a game engine, an office, a team. <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> gave him a, a studio. They gave him Guerrilla Games' uh, engine that they use on Horizon. And yep. he is like, w- I don't know if they did this or Gorilla just developed it all these years, but he has worked wonders. It looks amazing. This like, yeah. like it looks a lot better than Horizon. It, it really does. Like seeing, seeing the trailers and everything was like, oh, that's pretty. But like seeing it loaded up on your console and seeing the amount of detail in it is like, it's it looks better than the trailers. It it really does. Like I mean, of course it looks better because of fucking YouTube compressing videos, but it looks like amazing. And then Sony even gives them like part of Guerrilla Games and part of Insomnia Games' uh, staff to help him develop the game because he needed more people. Like that's what like kind of blows me away that that Sony did. Like I know Sony's like pretty big on on AAA. Triple A studios, but it's like, like there was like something like Gorillas like working on Horizon Two, maybe, and I don't know what what Insomniac's doing right now. Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank has that. Okay, maybe yeah, Resistance. that makes sense. That's what I've been hearing too. Oh man, I would love another Troy Resistance Baker game. and Resistance again. <laughs> <laughs> another one, the Triple Threat. The Triple Threat. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I I, th- I think it's really cool that Sony was literally just like, "You fucking go, have it. What do you need? Make no a list. Here asked. it is." Well, like I like like Sony knew they were like this fucking dude, like Konami fucked it up. Kojima, here you go. You want a studio? Here's a studio. You need staff? Here's staff. You need a game engine? Here you go. You need fucking uh, Insomniac? You want Insomniac and Gorilla <laughs> to help you? Here you go. Fucking take it. You need fucking money? Here you go. Take it. You need like three fucking years to make the game? Take it. 
Just take it. Make a game. Kojima, please. Like, like well, see, that's the thing, though. I think <laughs> Kojima, this game, <laughs> without, uh, without Insomniac and Gorilla, this game probably would have taken, like, eight years to develop. This game would have taken, like, eight years to make. <laughs> yeah. But Sony realized, yeah. okay, we want the game out early. You want the quality. So here it is. We're going to give you people to get it done. And yeah. Konami is like, hello. Anybody home? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Again, he's this guy's made you millions. People would not probably not even know who Konami is in the United States if it wasn't for I Metal know, Gear I Solid. Wouldn't. So it's like, this guy put you on the map. Just give him what he wants. Yeah. And it's it's kind of cool. Also, um, I found out that Sony owns the Death Stranding IP, so any other Death Stranding will have to go through Sony, but they allowed Kojima Productions to remain independent. Yeah. So I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they tried to buy him after this, though. So that would be awesome. If yeah, Kojima making PlayStation exclusives. Can you imagine Kojima Productions working with Sony Pictures now and making Sony movies not garbage? <laughs> the yeah, the oh last God. thing uh, Hideo states that Kojima Productions will make films. I'm fucking hyped as shit. Honestly, dude, Cause it, like, you know how, like, you know, fucking Metal Gear is with its cutscenes, and they're kind of, like, tedious. I would say a lot of them are boring. But, like, this game's cutscenes, it feels like I'm watching a movie. I like Metal Gear. <laughs> I do, too. Depends. But you could tell um, this guy was made to make movies. Yeah, it's, it's like... 75% of my body is movies. <laughs> <laughs> The first introduction I had to, to the Metal Gear series was um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. And that, the last, like, series of cutscenes was, like, fucking, like, an hour and a half or some shit. It was, like, fucking long They said there's, there's cut a cutscene, apparently, in Death Stranding that's, like, I want to say it's, like, 70 minutes long. And that doesn't fucking surprise me at all. It doesn't. Because all of all of all of Kojima, like especially like in four, Metal Gear I'm specifically 4? pointing out four, I'm okay with um, it. <laughs> had had really long cutscenes, but I, I really liked the game. And then I played the previous ones, which also had really long cutscenes, and I I loved those games too. Um, and I'm just I I just how long I is this movie's gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> seven hour movie this one thing i can uh, point out though is that like i feel like everything is really blatant like not blatant but it's super obvious i mean like the president's name is bridget i mean bridget yeah like bridge it <laughs> yeah i mean oh god i didn't even know are you serious <laughs> Bridge of the United States. Her last name is Strand, and the his sister's name, middle name is America. Come the fuck on, Bridget <laughs> Strand, America. Well, it's that metaphorical things we were yeah, talking about earlier. But it's it's so like ham fisted. But that's just what he's known for. But I, if like that's what I have to keep telling everybody is like if you're okay with like super hammy, like exposition, then you'll be okay. But if you don't like the game just being, like, blatantly fed, like, this is the objective. This is the point of the game. 
this is what you need to do and like i need to explain everything straight out forward to you then it you're gonna be really irritated and i hate that in movies but in this i gotta give it a pass because it's not exactly wasting my time because i still get to play a game i don't just have to listen to this shit what, again, we were talking about uh, valid criticisms earlier. Another thing that I don't like is, and Kenji knows this is a big gripe of mine, and it always has been, but everybody never shuts up. Um, like, oh, boy. That's the problem. <laughs> so okay, far, so, so far. Well, this is the thing. I, it had me worried because I was thinking of Borderlands 3. Yeah, and how no not one as shuts the yep. fuck up not as in the middle of like missions yep. and everything. I got worried because I got kind of got that feeling from it a little bit i was like man these people better leave me alone and just let me walk <laughs> no l luckily when you do the mission they shut up but at the beginning yeah of the like mission, when you're walking out it's it's like, it's like a radio like all i can hear is boss and then exposition this is your mission you have to get to this place snake yeah like it it's like that at the beginning If everybody could shut up, then if everyone could just this would be great. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some right, peace and uh, goddamn quiet while I walk alone this lonely road that's it. on yeah. the boulevard. Kenji, you got any final thoughts? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I I'm excited to play Death Stranding. I don't know when that will be, but um, I will be playing it. Right uh, now, everyone, we bought Death Stranding for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. Um uh let's just skip Sangwin's wedding and play uh Death Stranding while well, he's there. I mean um mine's digital. <laughs> Sangwin's like I can't I well. can't find a good argument for that. Uh, yeah. Sangwin skipped his own wedding to play Death Stranding. <laughs> Sangwin, shouldn't you be somewhere? Uh oh, oh shit. Right. Fuck. <laughs> Um, like, uh, the, the review stuff, I don't really, like, listen to those reviews. I haven't really, like, I'll look at them and be like, oh, okay, but I, I, I won't really go in, in, in depth. In I won't depth. Like, read what they say, because I'm just kind of like, fuck you guys. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, there, there's some YouTubers I go to for, like, if I want more information, but. Yeah. I mostly came to this game to figure out what it's like to play. Sangwin didn't even like the car. He's just like, I don't want to. I don't want to walk around. Dude, they were like, basically the uh, whole game, you just walk around like by yourself and d deliver shit, and it's like that. That sounds nice. It sounds like I'm not just constantly being stressed out all the time and fucking competitive. Yeah. I was like, man, I get to look at, listen to some of my favorite music already, and walk around peacefully in beautiful environments i was like man what a terrible game huh <laughs> uh, it is and quite relaxing and, and for sure yeah and uh i'm i'm just i i can't wait if, if kojima's actually gonna make movies i can't wait oh, yeah. i just don't I'm, know what I'm, kind I'm of excited. movies they'll make but i hope they're weird right Metal i mean Gear, the stranding if he's working with oh. uh, Del Toro, I, have you caught all the references so far? <laughs> yeah, to Metal Gear. Well, not just Metal Gear, but also uh, Silent Hills. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the flashback, uh, it's so funny because uh, Kenji, like he has to dance around it because he doesn't own them yeah. uh, either of them anymore. But I mean, Literally, but it's like he it's makes fine. it so obvious. Yeah. So, so far, well, I mean, like it. How like at what point in the game is it usually when they're like you kept us kept you waiting, huh? That's like usually the yeah. beginning. <laughs> That happens pretty now. early. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, they call the phone the codec. Yeah, the um, codec. Uh, nice. Yeah, th- there's that a few more, but I won't say it because I'm a little ahead of you. That uh, that makes me yeah, happy. And uh, there's a character named Lisa. Which. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the ghost, right? Yeah. Like. Lisa, yeah, the ghost from, from uh, PT. PT. Yeah, PT. So yeah, he the whole game so far with the references has just been like a giant middle finger to Konami. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It really, yeah, it really feels like that, and I haven't even played it. It to me, it's kind of like I still fucking own you, <laughs> and like you don't even have me at the yeah. company anymore, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like I said, since he's left, he's releasing a big AAA game, and Konami is um, Pachinko Machines. Pachinko Machines and that mobile guy. <laughs> <laughs> that mobile, guy. <laughs> mobile guy. Yeah, they, they decided to back instead of Kojima. So that's crazy. Good luck, guys. Yep. <sighs> and uh, all right, Kenji. Final see thoughts on? Oh, you guys, you guys don't have any more thoughts. On you this? have any more thoughts? It's good. Nah, that was thoughts. Cool. Um, this this has been Cheddarcast twenty one. And it is it has been me. You uh, can drink her Herpaderp her, her Zaya. Uh no, Herpaderp Kenji. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal is Zaya. And and Sanguin is is Sanguin. Thanks. And and out outro music? <gasps> Play Lemaire! <You> stole my <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Uh how much just how much do you hate me, Zaya? <laughs> It's okay. okay. <laughs> it's, no, Zaya, it's say, it. say it. Say it. Say it, Zaya. Should I? Yeah. Devious just, just cut me out. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it. No. La mer qu'on voit danser le long des golfes clairs a des reflets d'argent. La mer. Des reflets changeants Sous la pluie La mer Au ciel d'été Confond ses blancs moutons Avec les anges si purs La mer Bergère d'azur Infinie Près des étangs, ces grands roseaux mouillés. Voyez ces oiseaux blancs et ces maisons rouillées. La main les a bercés. Le long des golfes clairs Et d'une chanson d'amour La mer a bercé
laisser mon cœur pour la vie. Chanson d'amour 